Hey, what's up? This is Jeremy Palco from The Walking Dead, and this is Still Toking With. Hey, this episode of Still Token With is brought to you by the Dorkening Podcast Network. You can find more about this awesome show and others just like it by heading over to thedorkening.com. We have an exciting episode for you today. Well, all the episodes are exciting, but we are talking with the one and only Jeremy Palco. You know him as Andy from The Walking Dead. This is a killer episode coming at you right now. Shark Bites, Shark Bites Podcast, it's the greatest show in history. From the Dorkening Network, hosted by a nerd who's named Patsy. From movie reviews to tips on surviving the coronavirus, Shark Bites has it all. Follow us on Facebook and suggest topics at sharkbitespod at gmail.com. Available on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Rise and shine, my sinners. When Father Evil starts his day, he gets a little deadly. Deadly Grounds Coffee has the richest, smoothest flavor you'll find anywhere. It's sinfully delicious. Once you go deadly, you never go back. Order yours at getdeadly.com. Coffee's so good, it's scary. The Dorkening and all affiliated shows are not intended for anyone under the age of 18. The following may contain discussions or scenes that have adult situations, graphic violence, nudity, strong sexual content, and graphic language. This show is intended for mature audiences only. Viewer discretion is advised. Do you have a hankering for horror knowledge? We have such sights to show you. Do you require raging retro reviews? Do you desire discussions with devastatingly dashing dorks? The Dorkening Podcast Network has nearly 30 shows to satisfy all of your nerdy, geeky, and dorky needs. From horror reviews and celebrity interviews. Hi, I'm Adam Green, the director of the Hatchet films and the star of Allison. Hi, this is Dominic Pace, who played the bounty hunter Gecko from The Mandalorian. Hi, I'm Mike Price. I'm a writer on The Simpsons. I co-created Epis for Family. Hi, guys. This is Dee Wallace from E.T. and Cujo. Hi, my name is Kurando Mitsutake, director of Gun Woman and Karate Kill. Hi, this is Samantha Newark, the voice of Jem and Jerrica from the original Jem and the Holograms cartoon series. As well as nostalgic trips into the past, pop culture, the latest in entertainment news, and so much more. Featuring a variety of shows and hosts that will simultaneously enrage, enlighten, and entertain you. Check out the Dorkening Podcast Network. My mom says I'm cool. Available on iTunes, Spotify, thedorkening.com, and wherever fine podcasts can be found. 
Once again, for another episode of Still Token With, and uh, it's going to be an awesome show tonight, like every other episode with us today. Gentlemen of the hour, Jeff and Ben. How's everybody Hello. doing out there? Staying safe, being safe, doing what you're supposed to be doing, I hope. And welcome long, to the show. That, that was a long fucking intro, bro. <laughs> what do you want me to say? Fucking hi? Yeah! <laughs> uh, and uh, for the first time on Still Token, we have Kevin with us. This is how you do it, Jeff. Hi. See? <laughs> <laughs> That's simple. Uh, okay. Would you maestros like to introduce our awesome guest this evening? You want me to do it or you got this one? Well, apparently I've already said enough, so fuck you. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. Fine. Fuck you. <laughs> so tonight we have joining us from Georgia. Atlanta, Georgia. Atlanta, Georgia. Mr. Jeremy Palco. What's up, everybody? So. All right, so that's the show, folks. Have a nice yeah. time. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I hope you guys are well. I hope you guys are all well. You guys are doing what you need to do, which is sit by yourselves in the corner of your house. So good job. I've been practicing for years, so it's right. I'm finally, right? Like, finally paying off. My mom, my mom didn't know what she was talking about. You know, she's like, "Get out of the house." Well, yeah, no. it's it's you know, stop touching yourself. Yeah. All us gamers have been uh, you know practicing for this for uh, years. You know. Yep. Oh. Yeah, baby. Uh, PlayStation died this week. My PlayStation 3 fucking died, so I bought a PS4 yesterday. Oh, what are you playing on it? The only thing I've ever played was Call of Duty Modern Warfare. That's the only thing like I ever played. And so the only reason I got a PS3 like 10 years ago is for the Blu-ray. So I'm not really a gamer, but it was time to upgrade. It was time. Horizon Zero Dawn will change your life. Horizon Zero Dawn. Hori Horizon. 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 Yeah, it's uh, your yeah, your Horizon's a phone company. Come on, Jeremy. <laughs> uh, basically, it's it's a game I got that. It. it took me a second, but I got it. <laughs> uh, basically, the apocalypse happened, and uh, humanity's like uh, reverted back to like caveman type people, and uh, you're fighting robotic dinosaurs. Oh, so it's about a month from now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, it, it, it's it, yeah. Oh, it's it's amazing though. The 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 controls are just so spot on. It's uh, but you know what? People watching uh, didn't come to hear about uh, me talking about video games. So I was about to say, preach, man. Go ahead. <laughs> no, actually, they didn't come to talk to us either. Apparently, <laughs> they came to see uh, what we were what we were doing as usual. So uh, yeah. So welcome, Jeremy. Thanks for thanks for uh, coming on and hanging out with Wait, us. Wait, now tonight. the show starting. Okay, here we go. Hi, everybody. <laughs> what's up that was the intro right yeah 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 that was the that was the extended of the uh backstage conversation right yeah. right, right. But, but uh do you remember what show you're on do i remember what show yeah. i'm on right now you're live on what on what network oh oh my god i thought i was about to say the walking dead i was on that show um the drunkening the drunkening <laughs> <laughs> no that was his show that was uh leo's show right 
Uh, the, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dorkening. Close enough, what close I, enough. What is the drunkening? <laughs> oh, that is too awful. much quarantine time on his hands, yeah. folks. Dude, dude, we're getting there. We're getting there. Yeah. Uh, so I uh, want to remind everybody, uh, if you're new to the show, if you're watching live, you can post questions in the chat room. I'll get to them as best as I can. Uh, we're broadcasting on a couple different Facebooks uh, and uh, waiting for YouTube to catch as well. Uh, also, Twix, uh, Twix, Mixer, and tw <laughs> Twitch. <laughs> Are you on the left or the right, yeah, Twix? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, uh, Mixer and Twitch as well. Uh, so, uh, plenty of places to interact with us. And uh, Joanne, uh, Lady J Varner says, hi, guys. Uh, Tamara says, hi, as well. Uh, and Joanna says, uh, I miss you guys so much, uh, Benjamin and Jeff. What feed are you looking at? Here we are. <laughs> Not your feed. And, uh, I'm on the Token Dead feed. <laughs> yeah, that's where I, I caught it, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> it must not have... It, oh, fuck this oh you need new glasses now. Yeah. Lily Shaw said nice shirt, Jeff, by the way. Okay, Thank enough you, about sir. that. So anyways, back to the, to the guest, because we're just talking about ourselves, and he's just sitting there looking pretty as usual. Slumming it these days, man. Slumming it. <laughs> not shaving, not cutting hair, so... So, so as Jeremy mentioned, uh, yes, he was on, um, I believe, quite a few episodes of The Walking Dead. But before we even get into that aspect of his life, uh, let's take it back. Let's go way back. All right. Oh, man. you got baby pictures? Time machine, baby. Let's do it. Oh, yeah. What? You didn't see the baby pictures? No. I put them up earlier. Oh, you did? Oh, yeah. I missed yeah. that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I did. Okay. <laughs> so, Ooh. um going over some some of your show notes and, and things about your life um you endured a oh. knee injury oh yeah a pair of that, them yeah. that that took you out of collegiate sports which actually i believe prompted you to start acting yeah exactly that um in fact two of my favorite things to do are you know obviously acting but like i play guitar every once in a while but i remember when i, I got my first knee injury in high school and kind of changed the course of my life because i thought i was going to go to college and play sports and everything but that didn't happen but i did wind up sitting on the couch for about four months teaching myself how to play guitar and then i went to college and i played lacrosse briefly and blew out my other knee and that's when i took my first acting class and just kind of never looked back from there nice but, nice but it was never like you know like a high school theater kid so it was really surprising when i when i did find it in college to to love as much as i do so you weren't you weren't really like striker in american pie where you were like the jock that took you know glee club just to get with the fine chick no not really but I'm, i mean i think i would have been a jock because i mean I, I was like football captain and wrestling captain um that's a jock yeah total jock but <laughs> you know what I never based my high school off of the movies because the movies were so far different from my high school experience. I had like the coolest high school, you know, mix of people. Everyone got along. There was no, you know, I'm sure it happened, but there was no like bullies and, you know, everyone just kind of messed really well. So, but we had a class of 2000 people, so it was pretty big. <clears throat> nice. Yeah, it's a big class. Nice. So, so now we did, that we got your uh, collegiate career out of the way. <laughs> yeah, it was short and brief, man. But uh, yeah, like, Led to wanting to perform. So nice. I remember my first play in college and just being absolutely terrified. So, right, right. So, um, you know, be, becoming an actor, what was, what was like one of the first roles that you landed that, that sticks in your mind? I remember my first, my first real speaking part was Never Back Down. 
And I remember that one the most because we had talked briefly backstage, but, you know, every actor thinks they're going to get their big break, this and that. But I just remember thinking that everything that I was booking was going to be my next big break. And that was like a movie. It went to theaters. You know, my scene was the very first scene and I had dialogue and a fight scene. The problem was, is that I was wearing a helmet in a rain scene and my mom couldn't even recognize me. So <laughs> I learned oh. really fast that, you know, it's it's not, you know, fame and fortune. It's not anything like that. I did, you know, find out that you treat cast members really differently than they do extras per se. Because I had done I had done plenty of extra work up until that point. Yeah. Right, right. So so different in the way like they feed you or, or uh Definitely the way they feed yeah. you, they treat you. I mean, being an extra it sucks, but it's a big part of you know, big part of the business, absolutely. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. There's people yeah, who are that. professional extras, like they do it. Oh god, you career. can make a, yeah. you make great living at it. And I've seen some you know, I see familiar faces in the backs of lots of movies, so yeah, make that money and get that work. But yeah, they, they hoard you off into like a, an area where you just sit in, a, in a, the heat or the cold or whatever season it may be with 100,000 people. Um, I wonder if that's going to change now with coronavirus. Oh, my God. Sorry. Just ran, <laughs> random thoughts of the day and how sure everything a bunch, is. Yeah. As yeah. as I go through a day, I'm just like, oh, this is going to be completely different when when yeah, it's, you know, like I'm 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 nervous about movie theaters <clears throat> are opening again. Like yeah, movie theaters, bars. Somebody like bumps you in a bar, or sneezes on your like shoulder or something. Yeah, like, you yeah. get them for uh, att- uh like attempted homicide or whatever. Like you just somebody did. Me. Somebody yeah. did at like a Walmart or a grocery store or something like that. It was like sneezing on the produce and they wanted oh, to get yeah. arrested. Yeah, I saw that, and uh, it was like they had to throw away. Sorry, uh, I didn't make like make a hard left of the conversation. Okay. <laughs> We're all thinking about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We went from extras to that. Sorry, my bad. But uh, yeah, well, now, extras- now you know why. When you asked how long this went, I said anywhere from forty-five minutes to an hour and forty-five minutes. Hey man, <laughs> I'm here and just enjoying the. Yeah, we're gonna start a fire here later, so maybe we'll maybe we'll start sooner than later. I hear birds. Yeah, I yeah. hear a my bird. Back, my back door is wide open, so. Oh, okay. So. so that's building. Oh, I can't show you because I'm in space. Sorry. Yeah, that's you true. Ruined the, <laughs> ruined the illusion. Your backyard is in birds. space. That's uh, yeah. Space birds, be quiet. Space, there are birds in space. I, I, I was going to make some poor joke about uh, horses in space for the last Star I think Wars I already movies. made the poor joke, yeah. so it wasn't much to live up to. <laughs> horses in space, okay. Yeah, you didn't see the last Star Wars movie? No, I have not. Uh, they, they Yeah, they had space horses uh, in like the final scene. It, it was messed up, yeah. Nice. Well, yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. All right. Anyway, so, <laughs> they're all right. Hey, welcome back to the show, folks. Yes. Yeah. See, this is why I said it goes in the shitter in the first thirty seconds. I throw the shit away. And yeah. Just, yeah, it is what it is. Uh, so uh, Tim Jones says hi. Uh, Tori Pritchard says hi as well. Tom Morris Jr. Uh, also uh, Jack Shipley, William Pace uh, said. Uh, uh, ben, send me that email. Also, uh, just a quick hello. My pre-show starts in ten minutes' time. Oh yeah, William is uh, starting his uh, show tonight. Oh no! Nice. Oh, how cool. dare he try to go up against us? I know exactly. What the hell? Oh, should... William, forget it. That's it. No, no email for you. Yeah, <laughs> he's good. Yeah, Jeremy's actually has he has to go because he's got. This I gotta go in ten, be on in ten minutes. So, <laughs> <laughs> actually, you know what? I got a message too, William. I'll be there in a little bit. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. Whatever. So yeah. so uh, going like so you you did the movies. You've done extra work. Um, You've done a lot of television and and movie. 
Uh, do you have a preference? Like, do you prefer one over the other? Like, I mean, I'm assuming TV is just more constant work. Yeah, TV, there's more opportunities, far more opportunities. So when you book a TV show, there's chances of getting, you know, additional lines, additional scenes, additional roles. Even if you're there for a day and they haven't, you know, quote unquote, killed you, you know, depending on what show you're on, um, there's always a, a chance of you coming back, which is great. As Whereas a movie, I mean, you basically got to, you, you just have to be part of a movie, you know, but um, yeah, unless there's like sequels and things of that nature. But yeah, TV is kind of easier to grab, I, I would say, even though all of it's difficult. But hmm. And even the, the quality of TV now, too. To answer all that, longevity. That's yeah. what you, you want. You want the job to be, you know, depending on what part of, you know, stage career you may be in. Uh, just getting a role, man. That's that's first and foremost. Get the audition. Get the audition. That's it. Um, yeah. But yeah, longevity on a show would be nice. So. Nice. Well, you you've had, you know, a, a little bit here and there. I mean, you were yeah. how many episodes were you on The Walking Dead? I think we fact checked it to six or seven. Yeah. Yeah. So, let's just so, say seven and edit it. So. But it's. I mean, that that's now, something that uh, you know, because that 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 show has such a huge fan base. Oh, you that can, show was insane i mean just anyone to get one one bit of dialogue or you know i know people that um you know the fan base alone saying you know i i would fly in a thousand miles just to be an extra on that show be a you know zombie number five thousand or something like that yeah well um so very fortunate to get on that show and very fortunate to get more than an episode you know so i was happy that you know andy lasted as long as he did well it's also you know uh some of the best episodes of of that show as well i mean it it definitely took a dive you know after you left your show and you know it's now it's starting to make its way back up but uh yeah i mean i i mean to each their own i mean i know you know, I, I particularly love Negan's character, for instance. You know, I was wrapped up right in the middle of that. Um, so that really, you know, thrilled me when people equated my character and Negan in any way, sense, or form. But um, I do recall seasons I liked and seasons I kind of thought were blah. Um, I got to admit, I haven't checked out this season, even though, like, I don't really need to because I went on Twitter today, for instance, and got every spoiler I needed. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it's kind of tough, but um, no, I appreciate you saying that. Yeah. Yeah, there was definitely a, a time where I I defended it quite a bit. Like there was people that every episode would be like, "Oh, this is it. I'm done. I'm done." I'm like, "Yeah." But you said that last week too, and you're back. So, but I, I like after a certain point, I also stopped. That being said, I have every season that that I've watched. I have it on Blu-ray and everything, and I'm a collector, so I'm I'll go back to it eventually. It's just it's not oh, yeah. shows that like it, it may be like. Just the way things are changing with like people binge watching everything and everything streaming where the coolest thing, the coolest thing that I hear that like, you know, I still can't believe I still pinch myself is that when people, you know, they say The Walking Dead is going to be like Star Trek. It's going to be something in 50 years. People will say, oh, remember The Walking Dead? And they will go, yes, I remember that show or I hated that show or I love that show, you know, but it will, I think, will stick around for a while. So, yeah. I mean, you know, there's going to be spinoffs and everything else, but that one seems like the original, you know? Yeah. Well, it, it's one That's show. The, as, you know, Romero's the original, obviously. Sorry, I didn't want to take that away, but yeah. oh, I'm glad you pointed that out. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know Nick Sparrow would have punched me, so. Yeah. Uh, it's definitely a show that people can can go back to. Unlike, you know, I, I was reading an article earlier about uh, Game of Thrones, how this this would have been the perfect time for people to go back to it. But people mm-hmm. were so soured by how that ended that, you know, people aren't even going back to watch it now. But Walking Dead, you know, it's they, they did go on a low, but now the last two seasons have been really good. And it's just... Yeah. And the movie seems like it's a good, you know, idea, which, you know, not every show that, you know, not every show can have a movie, basically. So, 
Yeah, but the way they're they're tying that in, it's it's really smart. You know, they had yeah, a, a little really. bit of a tease two episodes back. You know, so uh, we know Michonne is going to go search for Rick. She got a you know some clue that he's still around. I, I didn't. Uh, oh, <laughs> sorry. Spoiler time. I'm just I'm looking for the fucking mute button. Yeah, I haven't watched it either. <laughs> why? Why? What are you talking about to mute Leo from spoiling everything? No, nah, man, to mute the whole Walking Dead talk. Why? <laughs> Cause this is still token with <laughs> not <laughs> all you Ben. Go ahead. Go ahead. Why I oughta no. Well, you you knew the conversation was gonna go there by you know bringing on such an awesome guest. You know. Oh, I knew it was. Why do you think? Talk about just... burn notice for a while. I love burn notice. Yes. Burn notice. It's good. That was a good uh, subject change. Wow. I like it. Yeah. That, is there a question? Or we, no, or I just, what notice? was it like working on burn notice? I guess. I don't know. Trying to, trying to keep, trying to keep. It was cool. It was really cool because, um, well, I kind of got yelled at on my first day because they dressed me up in like U.S. Coast Guard captain's gear, head to toe. Now, God bless our military men and women, service dogs. Yes, I love the animals, um, but I could never be that. So when they put me in head to toe captain's garb, I, you know, I walked around their real base, you know, and I had an escort. Um, but somebody came by me and saluted me because I was head to toe captain's gear. And just out of like, I guess, naive, naivete, I saluted back. And that's when the guy was like, no, you can't do that. That is impersonating an officer. And I was like, all right, this is, this is going to be a fun day. But yeah. It was actually when we got on the the ship, we were with the real Coast Guard and we went out to sea and we were out there for like six hours. We got in like a major storm. Uh, We shot off real like, you know, blanks, but it was live fire. Um, I was the, there's only two actors on the ship. It was myself and a young man next to me. And the third guy in the actual shot, if you go back and watch it, is the actual captain of the vessel. And I remember asking him like, hey, what what can I play with? Because I want to, I want to feel like a captain. And he goes, fucking nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Don't touch anything. And so they brought in like this, no joke, like a toy box. And it had like a, a real, you know, mic on it for some reason. And I got to play with that. So as badass as that looked, man, that was movie magic. Disappointing. Yeah. I mean, on that aspect of it, but it still looked cool. I mean, that that shows that's a, that's one of those shows that I can watch whenever whenever it's. Oh know, yeah, it's, and it's such show. a great show. And I, I kind of grew up in in Florida over the last decade, and there's so many great actors in Florida. And that show in particular, if you watch it start to finish, you'll see every episode is just like you'll see four or five people you know, at least in the central Florida community of actors. So it was a great show for Florida, that's for sure. Nice. Uh, Whereabouts in uh, Florida? I was smack dab Orlando. I worked at uh, I worked on the Disney Cruise Line a couple of decade back now. Um, But then, yeah, Universal Studios, I was with their entertainment for a while and some of the stunt rigging teams. And um, yeah, I was there for about 10 years. Nice. Wow. While I was pursuing acting on the side, so they were a great company to work for in the entertainment field, you know, because you needed the break for an audition, they gave it to you, you know, ninety percent of the time. How was how was it working on a cruise ship? Oh man, a lot better than it would be today. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> um, no, I was I was fresh out of college and I had done the Disney College program. I'd come down and uh, worked as a lifeguard actually, while you know, essentially getting real world experience, you know, internship. But it was really just a lot of fun. And so when I graduated college, I really didn't know what I wanted to do, except maybe, maybe go back to Disney some way, shape or form. And my friend Amanda said, why don't you, you know, audition for the cruise ships? And I I didn't even know you could do that. I was like, I can work on a ship. I'd never been on a cruise. And the 
next day I signed up and they called me and they said, you know, if you can make it down for an orientation, we'll get you a job as uh, entertainment staff or something like that. They told me, and I was like, that sounds fun. So I flew down to Florida like a week later and I was on the ship for two years, singing and dancing like a pirate and hosting shows and game shows and all that fun stuff. And then a friend of mine kind of said, Hey, you know, I think you'd be a good actor. And I never really thought of that as like a possible option to be like an adult job. So when, when I got off the ship, I started looking to be an extra in commercials and movies. I, my, one of my first movies was a movie called Sydney White. I don't say my movie. I say I was in that movie because I was an extra. But like there is a real deal money shot in there. It's pretty cool. Like I went to the movie theaters and yeah, I think my mom recognized me in that one. That's why I like that. So um, all over the place, man. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking at, I'm kind of looking at your, uh, your IMDb list, you know, Kevin, we, we've touched on The Walking Dead, which we can go back to after, um, you know, Burn Notice, Never Back Down, like you just mentioned, Sydney White, um, but I mean, you were on a, a uh, what the fuck is that kind of show? Oh my God, I just drew blank. Save the show. Um, you were on Guiding Light at one point. Guiding Light, yeah, oh my God, yeah. Uh, Guiding Light had come down, and I remember they're doing a casting, and they all it said was love interest. <laughs> <laughs> I I had never I had never seen the show. I had never uh, I remember my grandmother like in Germany loves the show, and my mom had watched a little bit of it when I was you know growing up. But I, the only thing I remember about that is that that year and after we had wrapped, like a month later, Guiding Light shut down like the longest running show in the history of cable television at 70 something years died after I was on it. And my grandmother, <laughs> Germany made me very aware of that fact. So. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a good start, but no, I got to play the love interest of one of the, the lead uh, actresses. I believe her name is Ashley Van Zance, if I remember. Uh, but her character comes down and meets uh, Jackie, I think was my name. And I had, you know, I'd worked at universal. I was working at universal at the time. So I was used to wearing a name badge and walking around the parks. And then I got cast as a character named Jackie who works at Universal. So I'm walking around all day in like the most ridiculous striped sailor Popeye suit you can think of wearing a name tag says Jackie on it. And I'm running into my friends at work and they were <laughs> confused as all hell. And what's funny is guests would still come up to me and say, excuse me, how do I get to this ride or that ride? And as a employee of the park, I would just go naturally go, oh, you go over that way. Halfway through the day, I was like, fuck it. I'm here. I'm an actor. I don't want to deal with this shit today. So I said, oh, I'm sorry. I have no idea where, you know, Jurassic Park is. Sorry. I can't help you. <laughs> and it was like right down the street. I did that maybe once, but. And you <laughs> complaints. You can't take like the theme park out of anybody. Like. You're always going to, like, help strangers and point in certain Mickey directions, you know, if you ever work there, so. Mickey right. directions, that's a thing. <laughs> Mickey directions. Well, all employees yeah. point two fingers. It's called the Mickey. Oh, really? Sorry, you're not part of the cool club on that one. Uh, it's, <laughs> I've never been know, part man. of the cool club. I've never been to Disney, so. I was always told that there's two fingers, it meant something else, so. Right? Yeah. Uh, there's, there's rumors. There's rumors that yeah. it meant other things. So. Uh, I've I've been to Universal once. Um, I'm not a Disney guy, so yeah. could be one of these days. I mean, I, I would like to go check out the Star Wars stuff. So yeah, that'd be cool. I I, I haven't been back there in a while, so and then they're going right now. I'll tell Universal, you, man. They're going to be doing a classic horror, like classic monsters. Yeah, I saw so that. I'm, I'm all about that. So right, I'll be, right. Uh, <laughs> Have you ever gone to uh, Universal during Halloween? No. Uh, I used to work at Halloween Horror Nights. Nice. 
Yeah, I did a yeah. show. Did a show there called Bill and Ted. Man, it was a cool show. Nice. Yeah, you know? it's one of these things that when this is all said and done, there's like so many things I've been saying for years that I want to go do. And if they, as long as they start doing them again, I'm like, I'm really gonna have to start. Right. Doing them. Yeah. Who knows? It's gonna be over. Now there's no excuses like legit anymore. If anyone says, "Oh, I don't have the time," like you can legit punch me in the face now. <laughs> you have time. Oh, I should, I should have wrote that book. Oh, I just don't have the time. Bullshit. <laughs> I should have read that script. Oh, yeah, I didn't have the time. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you know, we've certainly met you at a bunch of cons, and, uh, you know, that season's definitely getting hit hard. I, I saw Can you. Can you imagine, like, the differences in, you know, what's going on at cons? Like, Sorry, sorry to cut you off with that. Oh, Conventions, yeah. little hand sanitizer bottles that they give me like every three days. Like my manager has them in her bag in Kansas at the time, at the moment. But I found like 20 of them in an old bag I had. So thank God for the convention circuit. But And they are on sale on eBay right now. Right? I will sell them for $4. <laughs> Two packs of toilet paper and a $4. bag of chips. But $85 shipping. Yep. Do you right. ever figure out why the right. toilet so fast? I, I heard it was a prank, but people are still buying it. You know, it's uh Um I actually heard that that the reason for that was they were talking about shutting down the actual factories at one point. That's what to, I heard. The, to limit the amount right. of people because there was so many people working in the factory right. Right. that if it got infected with COVID, not only would the, the product get infected, but it would just you're talking oh. a few hundred people. Wow. So they pumped I guess they pumped a they pumped a shitload of it out. <laughs> yeah, and um, went to like a skeleton crew almost. Gotcha. Is what I what I was told through the grapevines. But uh, yeah, I heard something similar but slightly different. Yes. So completely fucking opposite. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was yeah. fake news, you know. Gotcha. Yeah. Fake you know? news. Fake news. Any uh, any questions going on in the in the chat, Leo? I see you looking. Uh yeah. No, just uh, keep an eye on it. Uh, Tim Jones says awesome raspberry Ben. A uh, bunch of people joined, so if you have questions, please feel free to post them, uh, and I'll get to them as best as I and can. I, I was corrected. It was called a soap opera. Yes. <laughs> that was the word that escaped me. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, yeah. Or um, some people would say, my stories. My stories, it. yes, yes. I've Daytime TV. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, speaking of soap opera, you actually, you're working on one now, correct? I just wrapped on one now, actually. So I wrapped about... Uh, a couple, about two months ago. God, it feels like yesterday. But yes, I worked on a Tyler Perry uh, soap opera called Ruthless. So I uh, got a call very last minute when I was in Orlando, auditioned, and the next thing I know, I'm I'm walking onto Tyler Perry's studio. So and they're like, Oh yeah, you're gonna be in like 15 episodes. And I was like, What? And then we got to work. So nice. It's out. It's out now. It's on BET Plus. I don't know much about it. It's really weird that I don't know much about it, but my character was kind of on the opposite ends of what actually was going on. I play a Deputy Pope, who's a, a, a sheriff of a small town. And then, brace yourselves, it's about a sex cult, oh. which I didn't really know until about the fourth day of filming, but <laughs> I don't have BET Plus, but I might check it out yeah. um, later because from what I've been told, they're releasing like, like they're not letting people binge, which is kind of weird and new. Like you actually have to tune in every Thursday for like three episodes. So we'll wait till the end, and then we're gonna we're gonna watch it one day. So. Yeah, yeah. They, it was like that. It was like that with Disney Plus too, right? Like they do that in Hulu too. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah and even CBS All Access, uh, Picard. Uh, they just aired the finale for that. I, and I don't I don't mind that because it uh, it it 
spreads things out a bit. You know, we've already yeah. talked about this before, but we have, yeah, many, many times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. yeah. I just binged the uh, uh, season three of Ozark. We got through that in a week. So good, right? So oh yeah, good. I still haven't watched it yet. Yeah. Oh man, it's it's good. It's I dark. Mean, one and two is great, but I just I haven't. I, it's one of those things where I I want to be able to. You know, you haven't seen any of it, or just oh no no I've seen I've seen I've seen one and two I haven't gotcha. seen any of season three yet. Gotcha. Season... I haven't seen any of it. Uh-huh. It's really good. Yeah, really good. Ben, I haven't had time. <laughs> you get one. You get one. I'm going to go sneeze on you. Yeah, things will be. Uh, pay uh, attention, folks, because I will record that next. You know, at the end of this year when we run into Jeremy at a con, and he just goes. Yeah. I told you, you only one. got one. <laughs> well, actually, I was going to bring that up. Is uh, the uh, they were talking about it on I forgot what show today. Um, one of the podcasts I listened to, where you know the way cons run with everything happening now, it could be fifteen months before we get a con. You could not. You could not do a convention right now. Not with. And here's an interesting take on. Sorry, no. Um, no, totally. Like some, some of these celebrities they want a set amount of money and some of that money is ridiculous and some of that money just to meet it would require you know 5000 people showing up in one afternoon to wait in line for 7 hours mm-hmm. you know is that even possible anymore right i mean and do people get offended easily do do we not go to handshaking anymore do we handshake and then immediately hand sanitize and crush someone's dream and soul right, yeah. i mean yeah. And selfies, the, the, the I mean, selfies is, would be almost obsolete. And, you know, yeah. what's funny is I've known celebrities for years who request, you know, no touching, uh, please stand one feet apart. And you've always kind of been like, you know, why is that person doing that? And now you're like, okay, well, Listen, if, it's if, if I got to pay more than $25 to meet somebody and they're telling me I got to stand one feet apart, I'm grabbing his ass. It's that simple. Or her We're, we're going to start a new thing called a six-foot uh, selfie. So you live six feet behind me, and we take a picture, and you look like you're on my shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> no, it'll be a special lens that'll just bring you together. Right? Well, there have been right. uh, some celebrities that we met there were pretty high ticket, and sometimes they don't even uh, stand up. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, you can't fault some of these guys and gals for well, some of them stand in line for eight hours, you know? Yeah, so, right. Yeah, it's I true. Get- but yeah, it's. It, I think it's. We may see less of the big ticket celebrities at the cons when it first gets going, which which is good oh, yeah. in, in some ways, you know, because they're they're a lot of the draw. But at the same time, too, if you're at a con where someone's going to decide, okay, am I going to spend this money on on Bruce Campbell or I'm going to spend it on this person over here? Like, all right, well, Bruce Campbell doesn't do cons all the time, you know, so it's like, all right, you got to kind of weigh it out. You know, you know what they could do is just do pre pre sales only. Yeah, like yep. that's that's for the bigger actors, anyways. You know, just you buy your tickets and you can meet them in this one room. Everyone comes in one at a time. There you go. Right. Yeah, yeah I can imagine. You know, prices would skyrocket on that. Yeah, but people like you would pay for it. Leo, I know. So. I know. <laughs> well, you, you know, we we were talking about on a previous show is uh, I, I really think they need to figure out some sort of uh, virtual con to save you know this season. You know, isn't that what we're doing right now? Uh, essentially, no. I mean, I you know, well, I've read. I, there's been a lot of comments about that. You know what I mean? Do you, you follow in that Plan C page? No. No, no, it's um, a lot of people, a lot of information. And there's so many good ideas being thrown around, but it's how do you pull it together? Yeah. Because right. you still need a lot of people to make it successful. 
Well, well, that's borderline like cameo and Zoom. That's kind of all. That is. I mean, you exactly. can do like a Zoom, like you spend five hundred bucks and you get a chat with like you know Kiefer Sutherland for twenty minutes. You know, like to me that would be an idea. Yeah, and yeah. you tie it in with you know an e-commerce site for vendors. You know, uh, you know as you're having a Zoom you know meeting with somebody, you can see you know some of their you know memorabilia off to the side or something. You know, you know who's killing it? Cosplayers, man. These cosplayers. Oh, my God. Yeah. Every five seconds, it's like, Twitch this, give me money here, uh, patron. I don't even know what any of this stuff is. It's, But I'm like, they're making a killing, so good for yeah. them, right? Yeah. And there's people that like are professional cosplayers that, like, legit, yeah. their following is gigantic, you know? And like yeah. they, they have their own booths at, like, Rhode Island Comic Con, and there's, like, a line of people to meet them, you yeah. know? So I mean that that real life Peter Griffin guy like yeah you know, dude he's, he's he a good dude. My line the other day he uh, he fought the chicken up in uh, what was it Empire Con like yeah. last year yep he fought the chicken in front of everyone it was hilarious yeah <laughs> and I got him guy. body slamming him in slow motion it's <laughs> awesome well uh, you know uh, we do know a lot of them as well and it's just that a lot of them are doing stuff for good you know it's uh, uh, yeah. going to children's hospitals and whatnot yeah a lot of them it's for charity you know? yeah. yeah yeah well. Hey, I'm going to plug something here. So I am on Cameo um, in uh, April 16th through the 18th, which is 48 hours. Uh, I've partnered with Cameo and we're going to do all Cameos for 48 hours. Everything benefits um, their organization. So I believe it's, I, I can't think of the, the web address right now, but that's coming up April 16th, 17th, and 18th, I believe. So nice. Awesome. awesome. It's, like one, it's like one thing we can do. So I'm, I'm stoked to be part of it. Right. Awesome. Yeah. I've checked out Cameo. It's some really cool stuff. Yeah. A Cameo. We could have a whole conversation on Cameo. That's fun. Yeah. Unless you meet somebody. And I'm not gonna say who, but this has happened in real life. But you meet someone at a Comic Con. Now, just sit sit on the other side of the table. Pretend you're one of the celebrities, okay? And you meet somebody, and then two years later, you meet the same person at the same con. Now you don't remember their name, but you remember their face, and that's great. But then they write you a cameo saying, "Hey, it's so and so. Tell me that joke again, or something like that." And it was like I really don't remember anything that we talked about two years ago or seven months ago, type thing. Yeah. And so I had sent out a cameo and apparently I'd forgotten which person it was and they weren't too happy about it. So I've learned you got to do a little research with your cameo. You know, you can't just go be like, hi, Bob. And then Bob turns out to be like your neighbor, you know? Hmm. At the same time, too, it's it is kind of it's kind of crazy to assume that they remembered that much about you. Like, yeah, I'm just like if someone remembers who like my face or whatever or. But that kind of lends to the idea of maybe less is more instead of like crowding a room full of 10,000 people. Maybe you pay an additional charge a little bit more, but you get a little more. Um, interaction. You know, one, one interaction. I remember the yeah. first time I was in the Walking Dead group and we had like a group photo op. And it was my very first one. It was with um, Scott Wilson, the late, great Scott Wilson. And we sat in his room and there's like eight of us. And I did not know that one person came in at a time, smiled, and then left the room after the photo. I thought you were in there, you talked to him, but man, they just ran him in, ran him out. And I thought that was really impersonal, but it was funny because I kept smiling for every photo because, A, I was stoked to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, at the end, we had taken, like, a good 30 photos with, you know, a good bit of people. Um, and my face physically hurt at the end because I just wasn't used to smiling for 24 hours. And Scott Wilson, he looked at me, he's like, man, one day you're going to learn. Just give him a thumbs up. Yeah. You're good. Um, I, I've, I've only met Scott once, and it was it was great. Like, he was nice awesome. And uh, it was him and Michael Rooker. They were at Rock and Shock together. And I was I was just getting over being like extremely sick, so I didn't want to like get too close or whatever. 
yeah. like the season two special edition that I had, I had them sign and um, I paid for a photo and everything. And, I, and then I forgot. So I had them sign it and then I walked away and they're just like standing there. And I'm like, I didn't even realize until after I got home. I'm like, I paid for a photo that I never got. I'm like, Oh, oh wow. But, um, but whatever. But yeah, he was great. I, he did shake my hand, even though I told him I was sick. Um, he, he, and I was just like, wow, he's like a, he's like a real dude. Like he's a man. Like yeah. he had like like I have like baby soft hands because I work in an office all day long. But this dude, like, <laughs> I, he shook my hand. I'm like, you can rip my friggin' arm off my body right now. This is crazy. Like he obviously works, you know, yeah. on top of being an awesome actor. Nicest guy in the world. Nicest guy. Yeah. The uh, the not, not enough nice things can be said about that guy. The send off they did for him, uh, you know, after long after uh, was just yeah, we do. It was really yeah, touching. For for a while after he after he passed, there was a couple cons I went to where they just literally had a whole uh, in memoriam type area where fans could go up and write on things. And I know for a fact that all that stuff made it to his family's. Oh, that's uh, awesome. Oh wow. Family's address of their house. That's great. Nice. Do you need to run your commercial, Leo? Uh, yeah, actually, we'll do that. Uh, so, uh, you know, if you haven't, haven't been paying attention, every single show is brought to you by Deadly Grounds Coffee. Uh, local roaster here in Connecticut, and now more than ever, we need to support our local businesses. Uh, like I have my comics being delivered by Sarge's Comics in New London, Connecticut. And uh, we got Paul's Pasta over in Groton as well. and got curbside takeout. So if you have a favorite restaurant, go check them out. But, uh, you know, if you like coffee... Head on over to get deadly got sorry get deadly <laughs> <laughs> dot com. Yeah, I know it's been a long day. Uh, so get deadly dot com uh, or deadly grounds coffee. Uh, just Google it. Uh, you don't want the one in Canada because they don't ship to the U.S. Even though they have bacon flavor. I do want the one in Canada, but I can't. I, I know. want them both. Totally. Well, we'll have to drive up there. We have to go up there that way at some point. Now, now that as soon as the Corona thing is done, you know, now I can. Uh, that's one thing I have to do too. I've never been out of the country. Yeah. Oh, I need to do that. I I didn't tell you. Uh, I got my bonus and I placed the. I I bought thirteen bags from. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, but it's it's literally the most amazing coffee you'll ever have. Death by Chocolate is my favorite. They have a chocolate raspberry, Wishes Brew. Uh, but if you like plain flavored coffee, they have that as well. But it's just it's really smooth, not acidic. Uh, but you know what? Here's a zombie talking about coffee. Everyone thinks because you're a zombie, you don't know good coffee. Well, they're wrong. There's only one brew that gets my seal of approval. Deadly Grounds coffee is my guilty pleasure. The aroma is so intoxicating. It brings all of my neighbors out of the woodwork. Deadly Grounds coffee. Coffee to die for and zombie approved. It's good to get a little deadly. Use the front door! Oh, they're so disgusting. We know where to go if we have to. Yeah. We are back, uh, but well, I I drink way too much coffee, so uh, yeah. Uh, I'm trying to cut down though. I I've been I, for a while there. I was down to half a pot a day, but I'm back to like you know pot and a half now. So yeah, right. yeah. Well, you're working from home, so that's not helping. Yeah, I know. Did, did you say we were back? We are back. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so we're back live. Okay, cool. we are. <laughs> it's called professionalism, guys. It is right, right. Yeah. Yeah, we lack that on purpose. Hey, we're having sure. fun. That's the most important thing. Yeah, right, right, right. So, uh, Jeff, you got any questions? Because you've been, like, very quiet tonight. I'm yeah. always quiet. I'm the quiet one. Did that gummy kick in or something? No, it wasn't a gummy. It was um, chocolate bar. Um, chocolate bar. Nice. And no yeah. drink? No, I'm just drinking Gatorade. 
Yeah. Hey, um, you were on MacGyver, is that correct? Yes, I was on MacGyver this past season, so short and sweet. I was uh, one of the soldiers, had some lines, almost got squished by a giant door. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah. So we shot it We shot it underneath uh, Mercedes-Benz Stadium. That's home of the Atlanta Falcons, uh, for all you that don't know. Um, and there's this giant door, and I had to time it. Um, two guys came up. Uh, what are they? Uh, Lucas and um, Henry Ian, and Henry Ian Cusick. Uh, very cool dudes, but the scene was weird. They had to run up, and I had to like stop them forcefully, but I had to do it at a specific time so the door wouldn't crush us all. And I remember we did it like four times, and like like one time, like I really messed it up. Like I, I pushed him away before the door got there, but I think they thought that was the safest take, and that's the one that made the the, the air date. So I didn't really like that one too much, but. <laughs> Well, it's a good show. I like yeah. the original one because I've yeah. seen more of that one than this one. But, you know, anything that can make it. Andy, what season are they on? Five. Right five. They're on season five. It's a good show. Yeah. Yep. yep. I love MacGyver. Yeah. Right. Yeah. MacGyver was a great show. So well, the, they, had a, they had a really awesome crew. I remember that. The crew there was so nice and so awesome. You drive me around with carts underneath the stadium, which is really cool. Well, that you know, bringing back to uh, Burn Notice, that's, uh, you know, I didn't finish the series. I know, Kevin, you did, but. You know, when it first started, it seemed like it was MacGyver for spies. You know, it was just yeah. the way it was laid out. It was yeah. awesome. Oh, see, now I have to go fucking watch it. Yeah. Oh, Burn Notice is great. It's a really it's good time. Good is it? Yeah, they, they, yeah. I, didn't they get in trouble because they were talking like how to make a bomb and it was like actual instructions? Yeah, accurate. Yeah. I'll have to wait till I have some time and I'll definitely have to watch yeah. that. There's, there's a bunch of like really cool like guest stars on that too. I think Patton Oswalt was in a bunch of episodes. It was two. <laughs> two. Two. So you might be free. <laughs> I will record Jeremy whacking me, and uh, it's definitely going to hurt because, from what I understand, whacking, punching, not whacking oh, me right. off. I did not. No, no, no. Don't go there. You had to. Um, but from what I understand, Jeremy, you're a uh, second degree black belt in Taekwondo. You know, the older I get, the less that becomes a viable option in self defense. Let's just say that because I took martial arts when I was really young, like five to about like eighteen. I was like the prime of my youth. Like Van Dam was my hero. Um, yeah, I was pretty pretty wicked back then. My brother was pretty badass. My sister was a black belt. My dad's a black belt. We all took martial arts and we all did fairly well at state tournaments. Yeah, I was gonna say you won state, state championships. Twice. Oh yeah, yeah, I was like Johnny from Karate Kid. Like I had trophies in my house and it was cool. Um, but you know, once high school kind of hit, I you know started leaning towards you know, um, like well football and baseball. I, I kind of focused on that, and then my uh, my weightlifting coach in like seventh grade convinced me to do wrestling, and I remember that being the toughest sport I'd ever done in my entire life. But I did that for about eight years. Uh, yeah, going back to martial arts, I think I would trust my left toe wrestling match than I would you know old school Van Dam kicking to the head. So. Mm. It looks cool in movies, though, right? Right? That's about it. Uh, favorite Van Damme movie? Favorite Van Damme movie. Ooh. Ooh. There's like Good a question. I'm going Bloodsport. Ooh. Yes. Yeah. Bloodsport was my favorite Van Damme movie. Yeah. And, oh, man. Universal Soldier. Fuck it. I like that. There one. we go. Yeah. Dolph, yeah. Lundgren. Dolph Lundgren was cool. I think Kevin and I saw that at the theater when yeah, he visited. In the theater, and I was like, afterwards, I'm like, this is like if Street Fighter was a movie. And um, then they made a Street Fighter movie that was horrible. Oh, and then that one yeah. was terrible. Yeah, yeah. That was a terrible Van Damme movie. Did you see? Basically, he only has like three or four great ones. And then there's like, but God bless him, man. That man makes like movies. You know, he's got like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He was the shit back in the day. Well, oh, e God, yeah. even now, his new TV show is awesome. Van Damme Johnson. Have you... Wasn't that like what? a movie? 
No, it, it was, I, I think he did a movie, but then it turned into, there was an actual TV series. I think it was like two seasons. And uh, well, it, I've never it, heard of it. Expendables, which was kind of cool. Yeah. I was just going to say, I like the way he died in The Expendables. Hey, yeah, I just seen it. Spoiler <laughs> alert. Uh, Van Damme Johnson, I believe it's a uh, Amazon original. So if you have an Amazon Prime, definitely check it out. And uh, yeah, it's, it's hilarious. It's just him making fun of himself. Uh, you know, it's, he's an aging uh, star that, you know, trying to get back. And he's like a spy as well. It's, uh, it's pretty cool. It's like a mockumentary, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, exactly. Mockumentary. Yeah, yeah like, like The Office. Like, it's a category. Like a, I love yeah. it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Anyway, no, I just wanted to bring up the fact that you uh, you studied martial arts, you know, in life. I did. I did. It was very, you know, I mean, it took me, it took me a good God, 14, 12, 12, 14 years to, to get my black belt. And that, that was normal as a kid. Like you had to work a year, you know, you had to learn, you know, forms and sparring. You had to break boards. You had to write papers. You had to memorize like, uh, you know, Korean, you know, language and numbers and things of that nature. And nowadays kids just go to the YMCA, pay a thousand dollars and they got their black belt next week. So I, yeah, it was definitely back in when you had like a sensei, like that's where you studied. Like there was all, you know, dojo, you know, dojos around everywhere. We didn't call them dojos. I don't remember what they called them, but um, yeah, we were pretty serious as kids. So Nice. That was all that mental balance stuff and all that shit they teach you, right? You know, it was just a way to keep the kids out of trouble. That's what right. it was. I and, went you to, punch, and you got to punch and kick people. Yeah. I, I took karate when I was a kid because I uh, I was bullied um, by older older kids, and I got pushed under a moving school bus. So my mom's like, you're taking karate. So, what? Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, – well, you you were an '80s kid, right? Like you're an '80s kid, maybe. Yeah, I was born in '75, so I was yeah, it was like early okay. '80s. Yeah. See, when like bowling was at its peak, its prime. That's when yeah. like they Hollywoodized it. It was cool in the movies. You always had you know the good guys and the bad guys, and that was it. So God bless you for making it through it, man. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, it was it was a rough few years. We ended up having to move and everything because it was it was just bad. But um, oh, wow. yeah, I'm I'm from like Central Massachusetts, and it's you know, it, it's garbage. But um. There's a, I, I, I went to Fred Villari studio as self-defense and like, it, it did nothing for me. It's like, not even like, but there was other people that I, it, they're still doing it, you know? So it's, it's huge, but it, it is scary too. Like, you know, when it's so organized and like, like you said, uh, you know, you, you have like these things you have to memorize, but if it's in a real world environment, yeah. like sometimes it's not going to really do anything for you. I just heard a story. There's a, a UFC fighter who was uh, attacked by someone who who entered his house and this guy's like destroyed everyone in the ufc and he couldn't get this guy to the ground he's just some yeah. random crazy guy he was like on drugs and he couldn't get him to the ground Buff. yeah but i don't know meth wins every time yeah yeah yep. that's the most yeah right yes Wow, Absolutely. it just got really quiet. It, did. <laughs> it got really, really quiet after the meth wins every time. Well, he's not wrong. I have a t-shirt yeah. that says it. Hey, listen, you know. It's not a t-shirt, it counts. Yeah, That's yeah. right. That's right. So uh, you still playing the guitar? I do. I do. I play it pretty, pretty often. So. Yeah. You record? I sold one of my guitars last year. I didn't want to, but still got another one. Yeah. Do you record? No. Oh, God, no. It's more just a dink around type thing, so. So you're like no songwriter or anything? No, not essentially. No. no. You just learn. You learn like other other uh, like cover songs and stuff. Yeah, I was in a Blink One Eight Two cover band in college. Oh, nice. Oh, wow. I got a Fender, Amer- uh, Fender 
Indonesian made Stratocaster and I learned every Blink 182 song on it. And then I just kind of kept them around and played them for fun. So, yeah, nice. Yeah. But I think it's good to have on the resume as an actor. So, it'd be a lot of fun to do something like totally. that. So, you yeah. won't have the uncomfortable, like when someone's like pretending to play guitar in a movie and it's. Oh, I watched. I've watched wholeheartedly. I'm like, does this person actually know what they're doing? And most of the time, it's a no. Oh, 90% of the time, it's a no. You know who the 10% is? Michael J. Fox, Back to the Future. Watch that guy. That guy learned how to play the guitar in like a month. Yep. Uh, I watched the yep. documentary, and he said he didn't know anything, but when you watch him actually, you know, quote-unquote, air guitar with a real guitar, I mean, his finger placement and his, you know, his plucking skills are amazing. So, yeah. I always compare the people that can't do it to Zach Morris on Saved by the Bell when he played guitar. It's just like, it's not even close to being right. You know who, you know who mine is? It's Dusty Dinkelman from Just Friends. Okay. <laughs> you ever seen Just Friends with uh, Ryan Reynolds so. and Anna Ferris? Well, um, Chris Klein from from American Pie is like this douchey, like acoustic guitar singer, and the way he, it's, you can just tell it's not him. Like they cut from his face to like the body, the face to the body, and like the hands don't match at all. Yeah. It's hilarious. I'm like, he couldn't learn a couple chords, man. Come yeah. on. But my my wife always like flips out. She's like, stop, like you know, breaking the the wall, you know, because I'm like that person's not really playing. They're not really playing. <laughs> And like we were watching something, and it was a it was a bass line, but they had a guitar, and I'm like, that's not even that's not even the right instrument. It's not even the right instrument. Yeah, yeah it's oh. not even plugged in. Like it's not them. Like I don't know. I love it. <laughs> well, uh, I know this is something everybody's watching, but uh, Tiger King is he actually singing during that? No, he's not. No, it's already been proven that he's not. That the guy who did sing has already released the thing saying that it was him. Oh yeah, I'm not that far into the series yet. Oh. Yeah. It was after, it wasn't in the series, but it was after the fact. Oh, see, I knew absolutely nothing going into it. Okay, but when he's doing his videos, I'm like, yeah, that's not him. It's it's not him. Okay, good to know. Yeah, <laughs> have you have you seen it, Justin Tiger King? Ooh. I just called you Justin, Jeremy. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I was like, Who the fuck is Justin? <laughs> I don't know. Justin. I'm sorry. Uh, have I seen Tiger King? Um, yeah. I did. I did. My my roommate was watching it the other day, and I, I glimpsed like the last two episodes. Mm-hmm. So I kind of went into it having known what what happened ish. Yeah. And I'm like, just so fucking crazy. And I like I kept asking him all these questions and finally he's just like, shut the fuck up and watch it. <laughs> so I did. I sat down, I watched the whole thing, and it was just I just I hate to say it, but like I've lived in Florida for ten years. Like my family lives in Florida, my friends live in Florida, and it's like that does exist in Florida. It sucks, yeah. man. Oh yeah. So, there's people out there that's stupid and crazy, but I mean it's just it it's weird that those are real people. It seems it was like entertaining, people. and I yeah. think Carol Baskins did it. Oh, totally. That's like I think season two is going to be nothing but that. Well, yeah, they're they're yeah they're already talking about reopening the case and everything. Like yeah. uh, there's a now, video of like now, a guy who can read body language. Would anyone in their right mind agree to that? I don't think she would. I think uh, unless I th- they give her a lot of money. I think I think it may be forced on her because it may be like one of the making a murderer kind of thing where it's uh, yeah. more of a. This is what we did. Probably already signed a contract with them saying we can film anything. Yeah, I don't know how that stuff works, but Same, well, yeah. I haven't seen it. I haven't watched that show yet. Uh, it's, uh, white trash with tigers. No, no, it's literally like one episode. <clears throat> the first episode, you think it's about this. And then there's like like a real TV show. There's a fucked up twist at the end, and you're like, "Oh, we're going this way with the show." And then something at the end of that episode happens, and you're like, "Didn't see that coming." And it changes the show back and forth. It is just it, you, you won't believe what you're actually watching. Yeah, so, it's, great. It's, now I gotta watch that. So uh, oh, you have to. it's it, a train wreck, but you just can't stop watching. 
uh, in the comments. Uh, Denny Gager is uh, in the comments, and uh, he's, he posted an article. Uh, White House reporter asked Donald Trump about pardon for Joe Exotic. Actually, uh, Donald Trump Jr. was on uh, Jim and Sam like yesterday, and he had stated that uh, he's positive that she, she killed her husband and that uh, he, he was humoring the whole uh, pardon of, of Joe Exotic. A uh, bunch of comments in the, in the chat room about it, so uh, that woke everybody up. Uh, Angel says, "Right, what? like, sorry, just start talking about Tiger King. Can we get somebody from Tiger King like here? <laughs> oh, I want him here. Yeah. What's so funny is you know the meth head with like the no teeth and all the tattoos. Yeah. My brother sends me like a meme of this guy and says, if there's a movie, you're you're auditioning to be this dude.' <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw an article. Oh, do it. He he was upset that um that they they used all the footage of him without his teeth in like they had him take his teeth out because he had Dude. like false teeth. And, the uh, one thing I do know about you know reality television, I had a friend who worked on Survivor series as a camera guy, and he's like, yeah, ninety percent of it's just like, hey, go do this, go do this. Hey, go ask him this question. Hey, go do this. You know, try this. Hold this up. You know, you'll get money. You'll get money. And they're like, okay, we'll do it. So fall uh, down that hill and pretend like you're hurt. Yeah. yeah, I mean, hey, go back, say this, go back, say this. Hey, ask that instead. And you know, it, it's it's orchestrated to a point, but at the same time, it's like they're not holding a gun to someone's head. Would be a bad... reality. Yeah. Uh, they're yeah. making it interesting for people. Yep. Yeah, I mean, no one's got anything to do right now, so it definitely was a, a, a genuine distraction of something more fucked up going on. I yeah, guess. Exactly. <laughs> like, well, listen, we're all dying of coronavirus. It, it's like when you're talking about cops, it's feel better about your life. Hmm. <laughs> right right uh angel says carol baskins that bitch and uh you know uh, one thing i have to admit tiger king definitely got my mind off of the uh coronavirus and how the world's going to end and uh so uh jeremy what are you watching to like uh or what are you doing to keep your mind off everything mind off everything i mean i wrote a script i wrote a script i'm working with peter dante from grandma's boy nice. um that we're actually like gung-ho hardcore trying to get this thing made i've got ann mahoney involved as well from walking dead um uh, who aaron what's it oh, I forget his name. sorry uh, but writing making fires i've been on social media way more than i think i've ever been and it's kind of like fun in a way like every morning I, you know i sit outside and drink coffee and i chat with people for like an hour it's just every morning it's kind of mind-blowing knowing that everybody is essentially in like timeout you know like mm -hmm. you're wondering what anyone is doing right now 90 percent of them are sitting on their couch right now and that's that's a weird thought to have you know like globally yeah. Mm -hmm. but yeah i've been i've been chatting with my family a whole lot more i mean if there's any silver lining to this it's you know i, I chat with my family every day been chatting with people i haven't talked to in a long time um but yeah just getting more social media media friendly and it's it's weird thinking that that's the way things might be heading you know at least yeah. for a year or so i mean yeah. yeah i mean going to the store i mean such a weird <clears throat> thing to be part of a show that's based on the apocalypse and then to see all the comparisons and the memes and the show you know side by side of the atlanta bridge being there uh, it's just a weird time to be alive man so right but hanging in there, you know, we keep talking about shows. Yeah, we binge the Tiger King. Uh, I introduced my roommate to Friday Night Lights, one of my old favorite shows. Mm -hmm. uh, we're, we're smack dab in the middle of that. With, you know, yeah, if we're not if we're not exploring, going on hikes or anything like that, it's you know, finding new things to uh, to watch and explore. So yeah, they, they're talking about shutting down like uh, a lot of uh like the parks and trails and stuff around here um so yeah that's not well, the case but I, ha I have noticed that you know i go to the parks quite often that they are getting a little more full yeah like, no one's got you, you you have nothing to do um yeah. so 
thinking you're escaping to nature, going to the national parks are kind of a bad idea at the moment. But I mean, you got to do something to keep your sanity. Right. You can't, every you once can't in a while, news. every couple of days, I'll just get in my car and just be like, I'm just going to drive for like an hour and then I'm going to come back. No, I drove, I drove today. Um, I had to go to the post office. Uh, but I really I hadn't driven in like four or five days. And it was nice to just roll down the windows. It's a perfect like 70 degrees today. So yeah, I mean, I hope I hope I'm not the only ones, you know, thinking like, man, I might take some things for granted, you know, I'm just driving to the store. Yeah. You know? And it's weird going to the store. I mean, today I'm wearing a mask. Uh, I can't find my mask right now. But it is a fan gave it to me. It's so funny. A fan gave it to me at one of the cons. And it's a walking dead mask. But it's a, you know, a zombie. It's a walker. Um, it's a full face mask, but if you go halfway, oh, it's a skull and crossbone, you know, mm-hmm. that's the only one I have. And I'm wearing that in broad daylight into a store with gloves and I'm being like overly nice. So people yeah. don't, you know, get the wrong idea, but yeah, that's, that's the thing. Like, everyone's, everyone's dressed like they're going to rob the place. So it's like, and that's right. I hate thinking so negatively, but I'm like, are like crime rates going up? Because if you're going to rob a bank, like. Well, the thing is, is I, I work, I work for uh, a, a financial institution, and yeah. all of our banks are closed. Like a lot of good. them are closed. Yeah, so it's You're good. It's only good. online and uh, over the phone and stuff like that. We're not. Uh, yeah, a lot of them have gone to nothing but drive-through. Yep, right. drive-through or appointment only. Yep, kind of thing. Yeah. Yep. And there's nothing. Yeah. <laughs> you can hear the pin drop. So I want to. I, I, I do have to ask this because you've been in so many different things. But as I'm looking over the list. <clears throat> How was it? How was it working with the chipmunks? Oh, the chipmunks! Yeah. So, uh, little little side story. So, you know, being quarantined last week, we decided it was kind of funny if I sat in front of the TV and kind of did a mockumentary of like me criticizing my work on the television. Didn't really work out the way we wanted to, but we did have to find Alvin and the Chipmunks. So it was really like a trip down memory lane. But that movie, I remember I got a call saying they needed like 40 extras and it was a special project and no one knew anything about it, but you had to have a passport. So I'm thinking like, are they going to fly? I thought it was like a military movie. Like they're going to fly us out. Like we're going to get weapons trained. We're going to do Middle Eastern, you know, tactical, whatever, you know, Uh, I think one of these military movies had just come out. but long, longer story longer is I found out it's for Alvin and Chipmunks. And we're like, okay, so what's going on? And then like three of my friends called me and said, did you did you book the cruise? And I had no idea what they were talking about. And sure enough, my phone rang like an hour later. And they're like, can you cruise on, I think it was Carnival, for a week shooting the film? And I was like, absolutely. So they put us on for a real seven-day cruise. And we shot every day for like maybe six to seven hours in like certain parts of the ship. They would, you know, close off for the guests and we would shoot. Um, and we legit watched it last week. And we, you know, we shot for seven days. It is literally the first three minutes of the movie, like the first three minutes. And then it's like they went to Vancouver and shot the rest. But it's so funny because all my friends every day were used for different roles. So one day I'm a waiter. One day I'm sitting next to my wife over there. In the next shot, I'm sitting with my new wife over there. And like the last day, I'm like sitting behind like the poker chips or something like that. Um, but that was a fun shoot, but got to cruise for seven days and they paid us a little bit of money and we were treated like the guests at, um, you know, all the meals and we got to see the shows. So yeah, that was a really good time. That's cool. You get to really work lucky. with David, did you get to work with David Cross at all or? Oh no, no, no. We were just extras. So like all the real, you know, dialogue driven scenes, you know, Jason Lee was there and David Cross, 
Um, and then uh, Andy uh, McDonald, I think's his name. Uh, he's an actor, but um, I want to say he was in the office for a little bit. But I remember having a conversation with him. But he was like, "Yeah, man, like this is a, a good gig. But when I'm done with this, I gotta go home. I work at a bank." And I was like, "I was like, you're like one of the lead actors in this movie, and you're working at a bank." I remember hearing that. Hmm. Uh, but the last night, I remember they told us like, "Don't don't talk to the actors, and you guys are here to do a job." And we we had no problems with that. There was no issues. Um, but the very last day, we all just kind of we had the top deck to ourselves and. It was a rap party and all the actors were out chatting with everybody. So yeah, that was a that was a fun, fun shoot. Very lucky to be part of that one. Nice. I had to bring it up, man. I mean Yeah. Alvin and the Chipmunks, come on. Hey. Hey, you see you see my face in there once and what's so funny is I literally the week before that I shot a series called America's Most Wanted, in which I had to dye my hair blonde to play the character that I was playing. Now, um I had shot that and that, that was funny because that was like one of the first leads I'd ever booked. And it was one of those, you know, TV discovery you know america's most wanted sorry yeah yeah um, but we had shot the episode i was the lead i had dyed my hair blonde i'd shot for like five days and then i went and shot the chipmunks with you know orangish yellow hair um and then when i got home from the cruise it was about a month later they called me and said they had caught the guy from america's most wanted in peru so we don't need to air your episode <laughs> and nice. uh, oh man that that broke my heart that sucked right yeah <clears throat> But you've been in a ton of other stuff, you know. Um, you were in the Vampire Diaries. Did Vampire Diaries, played a guy named Frankie. That right. was fun. I remember thinking I was going to be in the – the originals was about to come out. I remember that. And they were saying, oh, it's going to be all college-based, and you're going to be a main character. And nope, one and done, baby. Welcome one and done. done. But then on the flip side, Bloodline. Bloodline, man. That's, that's probably the one I'm most proud to be in. And I had, like, the least amount of expectations – um, yeah, I don't know if there's a question. If you just want to keep talking about it. Sorry. No, keep talking. All right. From the <laughs> beginning, here we go. I was working at Universal Studios at the time as a parade float driver. Picture that, if you will. So, you know, the big parades that go around. So I'm driving this one from the Hop Unit, which is a, a children's movie regarding an Easter bunny. I am head to toe in like bedazzled yellow, green, purple, orange top. I'm driving one of the floats. And I remember um, during one of the breaks, I got a call from my agent saying, you're booked for what was called KZK at the time. It was an untitled project. All we knew was Netflix. And that was it. That's all I knew. I didn't know Kyle Chandler. I didn't know Sissy Spacek. But anyways, I remember being at Universal in that outfit and telling my manager, listen, I have to drive down to the Florida Keys right now. My manager, who was cool as hell, um, Kevin B was his name, said, dude, go, go. And I jumped in my car, and my agent didn't even give me an address. She said, just go to Key West, which in my GPS at the time was like nine and a half hours. So I'm driving. About four hours later, my agent goes, no, you're only needed in um, – what's the first island, Andy? Key Largo. Key Largo, thank you. And uh, I was only needing Key Largo, so my nine-hour trip turned into like five and a half. Um, but I remember shooting a couple scenes and, you know, reading that uh, it was a Sam, um, let me blank on his name, Sissy Spacek, Norbert, uh, Leo Butch, Chandler, or Kyle Chandler. But I was reading the cast and I was just blown away by, I mean, they're all like Academy Award winners. And so I'm like, I thought this was going to be, I had only done, you know, Magic Mike and Sidney White and all these little fluff kind of, com you know, comedies and stuff. And then I got thrown into this world and I, I loved it because I, I prefer the dramatic side, um, you know, to the characters that, I, you know, I think I'm, I'm suited for. But that one was great. Um, just serious from start to finish. But, you know, such a great show. I, I'm sad it only went three seasons. Uh, I, I heard it was going to go five, and then Florida and 
their film industry is just what it wasn't going up you know and georgia was just skyrocketing at the time and this was a good five years ago yeah. um but that was a big project down there a lot of good people on that one as well uh florida actors but yeah i'm really proud of that one so. nice nice um i meant to ask leo do you have a hot stop uh in about uh 14 minutes okay yeah that worked for you yeah, okay. I mean, usually we we get a bug right about now because you got to get set up. But yep, no, uh, we're connecting uh, uh, in about fourteen minutes. <laughs> so probably we, before fourteen minutes. Yeah. Yes, that's what I was just gonna say. So we, we so we have about ten. Yeah, but, uh, but if you know the guys, I mean, we don't go live till nine, so it's uh, we, we're good. I I can make it happen. All right. Yeah. So, but yeah. Um, any questions over there, Jeff? Because you've been really, really quiet tonight. I'm enjoying. I'm enjoying listening to him. I love it. The oh, soothing you know. sounds of me to put you guys asleep. Like it's, ASMR. You know, it's just you floating in space. It's what it is. The space birds. Space pirates, dude. I'm telling you, first time using this thing, and they gave me the option of floating in space, and I was like, done. Yeah. Marty McFly, man. Did you see it? Yeah. Yep. The last time we used it, Jeff had a drink that was green, and it uh was dis- it would disappear. It's pretty. It's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. That was oh, cool. that's right. Yep. That's right. That was with uh, Ren Malloy. That technology yep. in 1985 didn't exist. Like yeah. Spielberg, oh, yeah. Spielberg would be impressed right now. Right. <laughs> little things. Yeah. Just a little. All right, but welcome to quarantine, well, man. Yeah. Yeah. You know that that's the second time you brought it back to the future uh, in the show. Is that one of your favorite movies? I think, uh, sub, you know, subconsciously it is. Yeah. There's a, there's a really cool poster in my hallway of Back to the Future that was kind of left behind on, by one of my good friends, but it's this really unique um, poster. I'd grab it if I could, but um, I'll explain. It's, it's like, um, it's, it looks like it's hand-drawn, and it's a guitar, and through the frets is the DeLorean and fire going down. Oh, nice. So oh, cool. it's really pretty cool. So Yeah, that is cool. That I mean, yeah, Back to the Future is awesome. Nice. Right, right. Yeah, Jeff and I actually have been chatting with um, J.J. Cohen lately. J.J. Cohen played uh, Skinhead. He was the dude that grabbed Michael J. Fox by the back of his um, vest. Yes, yeah. And, and, and oh, said, the, the dog's going to drown. Oh, oh. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he was in all three Back to the Futures. Yeah, yeah, I, I did a convention with the bullies there. Um, God, I'm blanking on their names, but, man, they were really cool. I, I hung out with, like, Goldie Wilson. I forgot his name. This was, uh, was on my birthday like two years ago in Orlando. We did a convention. wasn't the best convention, let's just say, but there was a lot of cool uh, people there. Nice. Goldie Wilson for mayor. That's right. Goldie Wilson right? mayor. There, yeah, he was awesome dude. Bought Goldie me a drink. Nice. So after this whole Corona thing is done, what do you, do you have anything in the works? I, you know, what's so funny is I just booked a project and I was set to shoot. And then I got the call. So, like, yeah, I, I had a big project. And I, I'd still go right now. I can't talk about it. Um, it's in Atlanta. Not a big role, but it's a it's a cool part in a cool movie that was set to come out in December. So I don't know what, what, what the status is now of anything. But, um, yeah, so- I, don't think I don't think too many people do. No, yeah. no. I know he has a few scripts to read still. Yeah. Calm down, Ben. Yeah. <laughs> You got to contact my agent what you got to do first, oh, man. Snap. Re- no, you didn't. Sorry. Slap. <laughs> hey, quarantined actor, man. I'll get out for anything, dude. Let's shoot this shit tomorrow. Let's do it. Live on the internet. <laughs> dude, you know what's so funny is, uh, remember that movie? It was like Unfriended or The Dark yeah. Web or something like that. I remember watching that going, that is a stupid, like it was a dumb movie. I didn't like it. Now I'm thinking like it was just ahead of its time. Now that would be a, now be a great horror movie. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm wondering. I'm wondering, like, uh, how it's going to change the industry in general. Yeah. Like, 
Uh, I mean, I'm hoping beyond hope that it's just going to be over soon enough, but it's, you know, who knows? Yeah. I, I mean, mean, my mind's been running a million miles an hour with that thought as well, because I know one of the scenes, it was in a crowd. And I'm just like, how can you go from like a, pan a worldwide pandemic to, hey, let's get 100 people packed together for 16 hours and shoot, you know, it's, it's just crazy. What's gonna be wearing masks that are painted to look like their mouths or something. Well, you know, you can get as extreme as to like, oh, they can only hire a certain amount of actors. And then it's like, well, then you have to hire more computer engineers and, you know, in, you know, CGI experts to fill the backgrounds or something. I don't know. Yeah. But, uh, Everything's just going to be CG only and you guys are just all do voiceovers. <laughs> Dude I, dude, I would kill to do voiceover work, man. Like, that's my dream is to do, like, a Pixar really? movie or, oh, God, that would be, like, I, I'm thrilled when I do projects and I'm I'm called in to do ADR looping for the project. For those who don't know, it's literally you go in and you watch yourself and then you have to say your lines or, you know, you get direction from the director on how to approach the line. But um, it's essentially you work in a booth all day. And I've always thought, you know, being a part of, like, a Lego movie or a Pixar or something, I just think that would be so much fun. Yeah. I agree. I, I'm a big fan of really? uh, voice actors oh, yeah. and uh, cartoon voiceover. But, you know, not to belittle their work, I'm not saying I can do it well. I'm just saying oh, yeah. that, like, that's something I would aspire to. And there are some really extremely talented people out there. Oh, totally. There's one that I, I, I follow just because I'm a fan of them. Like, I, have, I may not have any want to see the show, but, oh, Billy West is in this, so I'm going to check it out. Or, yeah. you know, whoever. Yeah. Angel says in the chat room, if they can do Superman's mustache, they can get it done. <laughs> they couldn't though that's the thing they couldn't they tried yeah that was hashtag release the Snyder Cut no nobody anyways <laughs> wow that was a good that, that joke smelled out loud it was bad it, yeah it did ah, I was oh. waiting I was waiting for some sort of recourse <laughs> that was a joke Thank yeah. you, can, can you tell the two of them are related yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wait a anyways Oh, that's not good God. enough time. We, you know, we should totally just end on that stinker, huh? Right, right. So um, before we send Leo to wrapping this up, uh, I was like I was said, I was going over your IMDb. So I went through, of course, you know, your little uh, triviers and then down the bottom it had, you know, your personal quotes. Yeah. Would you like to tell tell the people what your personal quote is? Can't find a good person in this world, be one. That's it, man. I, I live every day by that. And I remember I got that quote. I was uh, I was in college. I was working at Disney on the Disney college program. And I'd gone to the parks with some friends. And there was like five or six of us. And there was just this family. I mean, at Disney World of all places. And they were just heated. They were screaming at each other. Um, I think like a fight almost broke out between somebody and somebody. And this, this, elder, this elder man, he was so cool. He kind of looked like the guy from Up. You know, just a little old man. He worked at the parks. He had a name tag on, and he broke the fight up. I, I don't know what he did, but I, I remember just looking at him. He looked right at me, and he goes, well, you can't find a good person in the world. Be one. And it just kind of stuck. I'd never forgotten him. That was probably 2005 I heard that. So I think it's a good one. It's a good yeah, one. Definitely a good quote, especially for what's going on right now. Man, there's definitely great variations of said quotes out there. I don't take credit for it, but it can't hurt at the moment, right? Right, right. Totally. All right, Leo. Yeah. Uh, well, I want to let you know if you enjoyed this episode and why didn't you, you can find out more on thedorkening.com and, uh, you know, just head on there to find all the shows on the network. And uh, so uh, if I can find the right button there, uh, Jeremy, uh, where do you like people following with you? Where do you like interacting with your fans? Well, I'm going to start a podcast called The Drunkening, by the way. Awesome. <laughs> so copywritten. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Now, um, the 
these days I'm, I'm on my Twitter sphere a lot. Um, I like interacting with people. Uh, I get thrilled when I get interacted back by like certain celebrities and stuff. I still geek out about that. Um, Twitter I'm on Facebook. I'm really not on, but, uh, cameo. I mean, I'd appreciate it. Like I said, the fourth, uh, 16th, uh, through the 18th, 48 hours, I'll be donating all proceeds that, um, help out cameo. And they're going to be donating that to, I believe it's children's hunger. I have to double check that, but I believe so. So. Awesome. We'll, we'll definitely look for it. And for those of you that don't know what Cameo is, uh, you know, uh, just Google it, Cameo, but basically uh, it uh, allows you to get like a special greeting from celebrities. This is an awesome service. Highly recommend you check it out. Kevin. Yes. Uh, I Nickel on Twitter and Instagram every Tuesday night on Wicked Horror Show, which uh, is also with Leo. And I'm also part of Black and White Fright and Secret Underground Hideout, which are all on the Dorkening Podcast Network. Yeah, and uh, stay tuned with us. We're going to be live again in uh, about 20 minutes uh, for the Dorkening. And uh, we'll roll it on over to Ben and Jeff. So you can find us on uh, Facebook, uh, The Token Dead. That's usually what I'm looking at. Um, Instagram, The Token Dead 1, I believe. Uh, Twitter, at the Token, Token Dead. Just no, the token do The yet. Token Dead. Go to Token Dead. I don't Twitter. I don't, I don't feel so bad for being confused here. <laughs> so yeah, we got we got every social media uh, platform pretty much locked down with the token dead or the token somehow. You'll find us out there. But like we always say, we want to say thank you to our veterans and our first responders for doing what you do every day, so people like us can do what we do every day. And during this pandemic, we really want to give a huge shout out to everybody in the medical field. Stay safe. We love you. And Leo. Oh, uh, no. Uh, so, uh, yeah, head on over to uh, thedoorkening.com where you can find all the shows. And I want to thank you all for uh, for tuning in. And that's about it. We'll catch you guys later. Bye. Good night. Bye, everybody. Peace. Your book of lies will buy you a mild acceptance. My free mind will keep me from under your spell and when we die you'll be another angel in heaven but me i'll be a fucking legend in heaven